Welcome back to 997 Season 8, Episode 1, Part 2. We've been gone for a year. We got a lot to talk about. We had to split this episode up into two parts, but we're not done. We got four more songs to go through, plus Nina introduces us to her own track, Trust. Thanks for listening. I'm I'm switching up the vibe a little bit. We turn it up. Nah, 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 nah. It's not a boo. Tomato, tomato. Warning. You know, second time around the table, we got to turn up a little bit. Thanks. So this is, Genesis, you were talking about when we were off air about how there's songs that and artists that we've been sitting on because we haven't been recording for a year. And this is an artist. Her name is Willow Kane, who I've wanted to play for a year. Like, the first time I heard her song, I heard a song called Two Seater, and it blew me away and I was like, this girl is special. She's from Bristol, she's from the UK. She's like 19 or 20. And I I honestly feel like she already signed, but I honestly feel like I need to play this before she starts playing stadiums. Mm -hmm. And she has blown up somewhat in the UK. She has some videos that are pretty big. She's got some press clips in the UK, but she really hasn't crossed over to the States. And I always look at like, you know, I always look at artists, look at their socials and see who like our mutual, Mm. who my mutual follows are or something. And she's someone that like really not many people that are in my network are following. And yet I think overseas, she's like moving a little bit. Mm. I've been really excited about her, her debut EP was dropped earlier this month earlier in February it's called Playground Antics super versatile sound super fun and this I feel like is sort of like one of the deeper cuts on the EP because it just has less plays literally and I was listening through the EP and this was the one that I kept going back to just being like yo this song goes so without further ado this is a song called This Is My Film by Willow Kane I said, bonjour, motherfucker. I see you staring at me like in it like a sucker. Yeah. I said, hola, senorita. Baby, won't get somebody loving it like Benny Dye. This is my film, you're an extra. 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 Chasing and kissing, no holiday, we just visit. I make big bands, got big plans, got few stands in my business. Where I cannot mess no fakes, I cannot mess with your love, check. I cannot mess no fakes, guess you're gonna forget. Vicious is my movie, destiny, it chose me. Now I'm on the stage, cause my drip is selling groovy. Oh, bitch, swear she know me, liking all my photos, chatting that we besties. Who is she, my fuck? No! This is my film, you're an extra. This is my film, you're an extra. This is my film, you're an extra This is my film, you're an extra So chew me up like gum, Bang my drums like da-da-dum Willow came when I'm troublesome I don't play games, I'm just hella dumb No, I can't recall the last time a bitch tried it with me I know it's coming, there's always beefing in movies <laughs> Labels blowing up my phone Guess I'm not a fucking bum Now we laughing dollar signs Fuck you, pay me, get in This is my film, you're an extra This is my film, you're an extra This is my film 
cocaine. Squaw. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, she she was going crazy with those nursery rhymes. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. She yeah. like the Yo. nursery rhyme melody was kind of wild. Like mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you really found a way to fit that into your shit. It huh? felt like a remember la di da di da. So I felt like yeah. that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Her flows are crazy, and she's like, I, I mean, like she's there's no. You listen to the EP and it's, there's no genre that you can pin it to. It's like mm-hmm. it, it floats from rock to hip hop to different like pop, soul shit. Like I, I feel like, I, like I've been excited about her for months. And then when the EP dropped and I, I got to listen to more songs than just the singles that she dropped, I was like, damn. How she, many tracks is on the EP? It's, it's somewhat short. It's like, I want to say like seven. Okay. But that's all yeah. you need. When I heard this song, I just, like, immediately thought about Euphoria and about, oh, like, yeah. Lexi and her play. And oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't know, for some reason, I just literally was like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I think Euphoria missed an opportunity singing this oh, song. Oh, my God. For because, when Maddie beat yeah. old girl's ass? Yes. Yeah. Like, Y'all in here right now. I don't even so watch insane. it. I just I know like, off of Twitter. It's like, this is me too. That's crazy. Yo. Yeah, this song, and also I feel like it, it's interesting because I was saying this song is kind of like one of the, like it's not, it doesn't have the same numbers as some of the other songs on the record, but to me this song really represents Willow's sound mm. and who she is in a way because it's like, it's like raw in your face, it's unapologetic, mm. it's also kind of playful with those like nursery rhymes. Yes, I was. that's what I was going to say. Is that yeah. like her lyrics are funny and like fun and cheeky? Like she said, mm-hmm. I don't play games. I'm just hella dumb. That shit was so <laughs> funny to me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all relate. Right? No, <laughs> we're fried. We're just a little stupid sometimes. But that's the thing. Like it could have been a play on like, oh, I don't play games. I'm just dumb. Like she's playing, but she's playing games by oh, saying, you know what right. I'm saying? Like that's just playing it's just dumb. witty. Exactly. Like yeah. it's just it's good. Yeah. Nah, she's very, very cool. And the video, she, this this song, there's like a visualizer, but her other videos, she has some really fun videos. And they're all like kind of 90s influence. Like that's very 90s kind of themes and colors and, you know, toys and, and kind of graphics are very much like her vibe. Yeah, I'm just really excited about her. I feel like I, I was thinking about it because I was like, yeah, she really could play stadiums. And I was like, she could easily like, open for Billie Eilish or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, that's what I'm getting. And I, 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 Or like an Olivia Rodrigo or yeah. anybody like literally, in that world. Yeah. Give mm-hmm. it a year, maybe six months, I feel like she's going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She do it. the real the real king of the youth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what it be. Like, the kids, the kids, she got the melodies already, so yeah. the kids are already going to tap in. Like, And I feel like artists like this, you put her in the studio with anybody, and they're going to make some fun shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Today. Willow Kane. I'm I'm glad that I was debating playing it because I was like, all right, she signed, like she's kind of like on, but I still want, I wanted to play it before it got too big for us to play. Mm. And it was crazy because I was talking to someone the other day about, we were like talking about young hip hop artists and talking about some young female hip hop artists and she brought up Willow Kane and I was like, damn, how you know about Willow Kane? <laughs> and then it, but it inspired me to be like, all right, we talk about Willow Kane. I need to play it on yeah. the show. So there it is. This is my film. Go listen to Playground Antics. I love it. Damn, that shit also makes sense. I didn't even realize that was the title of the damn Playground Antics. Makes That's, sense. Just reminds yeah. you of like, I don't know, for some reason I just want to see like a compilation of like middle school fights. 
I know. Yo, that's <laughs> why this song. The euphoria works. Like, it makes it does. Yeah. No, this song is ready to be synced. Like, yeah. this is a yeah. sync ready song. Someone needs to snatch it up. Yeah. Yeah, even because. Listen, get, at the, get us the sync consultancy gig. We out here. Seriously. Hey, yo, Orchard. Yo, holla at us. <laughs> you know what's good. We got to talk to. This makes me think about certain shit where she might have even actually just made oh, this yeah. shit for syncs in mm-hmm. terms of like the way that it's cut up. It makes me kind of think. You only got like maybe what twenty to thirty seconds of mm-hmm. each sonic like pocket, mm-hmm. and then it moves on to another pocket, which makes sense for TV and film. Like hundred percent. I was reading an interview with her before the album came out, and they asked her what the album was gonna be called. And there's a song on here where there's a lyric where she says, "My mom told me they were just jealous," and she said that that was the alternative title that she almost. Named it. My mom told me they were just jealous. <laughs> I love that. So I think that that's a, that's yeah, a good that plays into her. My mom would tell me that too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to moms out in the world, yeah, just giving you confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Donda. Nina. Okay, so let me give y'all some background. So this is an artist, Sam Austin's, also out of Michigan. Like ridiculously you know, creative. Put kid. it on for your for absolutely. Your state. Got it. Hundred percent. Listen, Detroit made me. I owe Detroit everything, so I'm always gonna put on for Detroit. And so he basically like sonically has gone through many shifts. And this particular song actually, I think it was made back in 2018. And like for the last four years, I've been like, well, three years because it came out last year. I've been like, put it out, put it out. Like this song to me. It takes you somewhere. Like, I love a song that when you're listening to and you close your eyes, like, you transport to another place. So I kind of want to hear, like, what y'all think when you guys hear it, if it takes you somewhere and you have to tell me where it takes you. But it's off of his album, Homeless Star. Um, and he is, he was homeless and he's now a star. Yeah. I see his, uh, his, his, uh, Instagram and everything is like homeless star. Yes. Okay. That's his whole brand, but that's like really his life. Like he really was homeless. He really went through all that. So yeah, this song is sick. Um, It's different. It's out, transcends genres, I think. So y'all just let me know what you think. This is Mind on Drugs by Sam Austin. In the seas.
Shit. Also, look at the little, uh, look at the type. That type is also, so, type is also so sick. But, like, bro, that shit is like, that's what I, I don't even know how to explain it, bro. Like, that shit is like, to me, how Pharrell issued, like, Isher ushered. I can't even see. How Pharrell <laughs> ushered me into, like, the black boy, white boy swag almost. Like, mm. that's how that shit make me feel. Like, the NERD. Type time and like even just like the punk pop yes. era in, yeah. in general, yes. which is hyper hyper popular right now. Like there's a whole new punk pop wave about to just smash oh, in yeah. the next year or two. Yep. That is it. That's it's also, it. Are you you saying punk pop? Punk pop. And like, it's also now it's like punk hop. Like but yeah, it's punk, punk pop plus rap. See what you did there? Because the, there were. You know? Right, because there were no real, like, honestly, there was no I black people that doing phrase. that shit. But that's his whole brand. Like, that's that's what he is. And I think, like, for so long, like, if you listen to his really early stuff, like, he was way more in, like, a pop hip-hop world, right? But, like, really him, like, he's a weird dude. And he makes weird shit. And, like, it works. You know what I'm saying? And I think he recently just signed to Atlantic. And it's a similar thing with the artists you're saying. Like, just because you're on a label doesn't mean that you're huge. There's thousands of people who are signed to record labels and nobody's ever heard their shit, you know? Yeah. And so with him, he's really early on. And I think, like, he's doing something right by being like, yo, this is who I am. I make this this punk hop. Punk hop. <laughs> that's what we're calling it. Punk hop. Punk yeah. hop music. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what he does. And, and just everything on that album gives you such a different taste of who he is. But it all has that, like, through line of, like, alternative, which I think is super sick. And this song is really, like, a unicorn. Like, it's, it's just, like, for me, like, it feels like it belonged in, like, uh, a, a, a like a house party scene from like a '90s high school movie. Mm. What? Like that's what that is giving Cinematic. me. Cinematic. Yes. Gave me Halloween yeah. vibes for me. Mm, like I got yeah. really Halloween. That, and that's like the mind on drugs. Like you tripping out. And the yeah. the, the little um I don't know what that instrument is. Yes, the twinkle. Yo, the, I, yeah. Because I was gonna say that, and I think before you played it, and you were like seeing the correlation between the the last two songs, but. To me, that's the same little playfulness that you get from that nursery rhyme schemes, but this one is like eerier because it's like that little, it's like a little jingle, a little twinkle, but like it's creepy. Sinister. It is very creepy. It gave me Halloween vibes a lot. Like, yeah. Big vibes. I, once the song started playing, I actually, like when I listened to it earlier today, 
I don't know, for some reason, like, nothing came to me. But then, I li- like, listening to it right now, I instantly started thinking about Kida. Mm. And, like, it yeah. would be so sick Kida's hard. Kida that would be That would be hard. a record mm. with him. Yeah. So, Kida's an artist Kida. that we played last season that we, like, fell super hard. Let's like, make it happen. Yeah, she is, like, multi-instrumentalist. But she, her she bag is really is producing. Like, I mean, she's a great artist. But production... Yeah, she's next level. And it's very much in the punk pop oh, I love that. type of like sound. So it would and be rock. really, really cool yeah. if yeah. they got together. Go Another ahead. song that is built for Euphoria. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Mind on drugs, yes. Like yeah. this is like when Rue's on a bender. <laughs> <laughs> this? The episode where she's running. Again, she's running. I've never yeah. seen the show. Like never you over it. here quoting never exact moments and shit. Never like, watched it in my life. It's just Twitter. You just, Twitter. Yeah. And wow. my friends. <laughs> then I guess anybody listening, they still don't need to watch the show. They just understand what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Yeah. They get it. But at the same time, it's like this is the sound that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's really like, I guess talking about. It. I mean, he's signed, so I guess people know. But like, if you really paying attention, like this is what was. I guess a derivative of this was basically the 2000s. Like, yeah. early 2000s, this is what rock sounded Even like. Even, like, Nigo's first album yeah. from 2000 yeah. had, like, this... This is what it sounded realm. like. yeah. And now it's this is just the young kids tapping back into that sound that's, like, kind of popular right mm-hmm. now. Even though it's maybe not popular at the moment, it's coming. It's yeah. super coming. I mean, and like, it's not, like... A little bit of that rage energy. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, we played... You played Paris, Texas. Mm. You know, even, like, Kenny Mason's record, last record, was very much rock-influenced. And I think, like, that... It is exciting because I feel like, you know, this rock, hip-hop influence, punk hip-hop influence isn't necessarily, like, new right now, but it's, like, developing in really cool ways where I think it's exciting because a lot of different artists can take their own spin on it. Well, I think what he's saying, which is different, it's been happening, but it's way more mainstream now. Right, that's what I was about to say. It's going to start to chart, and it's even like the fact that, even like, and I know this is different, but it's different but the same, but like Olivia Rodrigo's like, good for you. Like, that's totally that Avril Lavigne just put out a single. Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it's it's coming back in that way. Exactly. We we all just angsty right now. Right. There's no pop, like pop pump, like super top 100 song right now. That's what I'm saying. These these songs are gonna go top 10 because that's what was going top 10 when Limp Biscuit and <laughs> fucking <laughs> Aga Levine and all these motherfuckers are out. Like this is the same vibes. Like they were just fucking or like angsty. a Fallout Boy, Panic Fallout Boy, the Fray, all these motherfuckers. The Fray, the Fray. Where you listen? You. <laughs> With them, I'm like, yeah, yeah. He says the fray. No, not the fray. The fray a little soft, but it's uh, what is this? <laughs> the fray is very the J- soft. The fray a little soft. What's the Jay Z crossover shit? Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Or shout out to uh, Mike Shinoda, Fort Minor. Oh, you know, yes, oh Fort Minor. Oh my god, Fort Minor was hard. You though. know, shout out to Fort Minor. <laughs> wow, you just took me. You just unlocked my memory. Become so lost. They was they were snapping. That was encore, right? That was encore. That was yeah, encore. Yeah, yeah. encore. That was, that was, they was going hard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to my boy though. That shit was hard, bro. I would definitely spend like that shit. Like Shinoda's on Twitch. You could uh, you could 
Tap in. Nah, but also I was almost. I, there's other like I have like maybe three or four different like bands that are on the same type of shit that I almost played, but I'm gonna just save it for later. Yeah. You you set the you set the stage for me. And sh- shoot me those bands. I'd love yeah. to. All right, I'm gonna shoot it to you for sure. <laughs> Rashad. Where you oh, we back, baby. <laughs> what we got today? Today we got Black Odyssey Funkintology. That song, I might be. Was that you? It's low key, <laughs> low key. I'm Black Odyssey. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> but nah, yo. So boom, had to put on for Jersey one time. You know, Nina over here just repping her state. You, you had feel to me? I, look. I wasn't as deep as you. I didn't go double. <laughs> I didn't go double Detroit, but <laughs> I at least put on for one Jersey artist. Plainfield, right? Plainfield. I want to say by way of so, like I think he's in Texas. I ain't gonna lie. No, yeah, I think he. I think it said he uh, moved to Austin. Right. So I, I believe he's in Texas, but he is originally from Jersey. So for me, man, like 
I found this shit and I'm like, one, off top, I'm supporting you, Jersey. Two, making a, a, like a specific funk song, people don't really understand. Like, George Clinton is from Jersey. <laughs> like, so for me, that, that like synergy and just having the concept to be like, I'm from Jersey, I'm gonna make a funk song that sounds like Probably very like this is the most accurate one of the most accurate funk songs I've like heard in a while. Mm. Even though it's modern and shit, so like, why do you say that? Why did you just because the way it's constructed? You said what? Jersey. Yeah, that was it. But I was just wondering. I was like, I'm like, did he like George Clinton? Is the is the funkadelic? He is the funkadelic. So George Clinton created this sound. Realistically, like he is the guy that created this sound. So being from Jersey, calling this shit Funkintology was like to me conceptually, like he did it on purpose. Like you know why you made this song, and that made me be like, okay, like I'm gonna play your shit. And he had like that the 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 the, the tone where you you stop singing and you just talking on the track. Like that's a funk. <laughs> yeah, that's a funk thing. Like you know, that's like a straight rip from George Clinton. So to me, bro, like, it just resonated so hard. And then, again, we talked about this earlier, like, vocal control, like, his falsetto, like, mm -hmm. all that shit. And technically, it's him and this other guy who's producing it and playing the guitar as well that, that make up Black Odyssey. He used to go by a different name as just a singer by himself and shit. So it's a little band vibe, too. So I, I was just moved by that shit. I'm like, man, this is shit. I'll, I would listen to Like I like fuck, Funkadelics and, and all that type of shit Like where's the Updated version of that Again Where are we restoring This feeling Right here Like that's it. this is it Restoring, restoring the, feeling. the feeling Restoring the fucking 22 You like, know you're plugging A Daniel Caesar song Every time you say that I don't know that He has a that, song called <laughs> Restore the feeling Does he really? Mm -hmm. So good Off of Case City mm. So Daniel okay. Caesar If you uh, listen in I'm gonna have I'm to change show. My cold catchphrase now Like <laughs> We, call, we can up. get Daniel Caesar on the show. Yeah, it's fat facts, but we ain't restoring the feeling when you come back because I ain't about to be name dropping you. But <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I'll fuck with you, Daniel Caesar. But overall, <laughs> I, I thought that was a beautiful piece. That's all I, I have to say. Um, I do too. I think that song is beautiful. And I love that, like, where we're floating around right now is at the edges of what hip-hop can be and how right now is a moment where, like... And I guess it's it's not necessarily, like, a new moment, but I feel like, like you're saying, it can hit mainstream right now where it's, like, hip-hop can be punk, hip-hop can be rock, hip-hop can be funk, and it's all accepted and, like, appreciated. And I think, like, this is an incredible example of, like, the funk influence in there and how it can be embraced and then taken to a next level. Yeah, I feel like it was such a groove. Like, I just felt like it's just something that you just want to listen to and just, like, close your eyes and, like, lay back and just... Relax. Relax. Now, I, I would double down on that. Both of my picks today was, like, on some... This is what you could play around babies. That's literally what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, de he definitely played this Kid-friendly. This is definitely around babies. The dot yes. wave dad. Yeah. Around babies like, uh, playlist. That's sure. what I'm about to put out. Around babies. Playlist. That's your playlist? Yeah. That's yeah. a good for idea because the, there's play around babies. Yeah. That's actually a really That's great a great concept. You need to trademark it now. It's it's just smooth, bro. It just makes it you feel is. good. Or not even good. Just relax. 
That's yeah. more even. That's better than good. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need music. Cause I, I get into this space too, where it's like, I don't damn near don't want to hear shit. Like I don't <laughs> want to hear nothing. Like just put it on something that's just gonna calm me down. Yeah. That's um, what Genesis has next. Yeah, seriously. I'm, it's time I'm, to get calm. I'm giving you the alley oop. <laughs> Boom! Right there. Yeah. So I honestly, okay. So Daniel aged. He's a producer and. To be honest, like, I was a little bit on the fence about playing him because he's produced for a lot of really big artists. Talk about it. Frank Ocean, FK Twigs, Brent Fias. So. Ever heard of them? <laughs> this, this is Cobb's favorite artist. Shout out my boy Cobb. We in East right now. My boy Cobb the fucking boss, right. and he loved Daniel Ainge. Yeah, take a break. Shout out to Jacob Constantine, best best photographer in New York. You feel me? Wow. The reason why <laughs> we here at ATE. Come me? out here and get on the mic. You know what I mean? Like, Light-skinned mamba. <laughs> he got to come out here and say something. Wow, Jacob. Casanova, light-skinned Casanova. He's not even Casanova. coming out here to say something for the people. You feel say me? something for the people. He putting off for Harlem. <laughs> Nah, you from, you, from, you from close, bro. You from close. All right. This is cigarette music right here. Wow. All right. So, Daniel Aged, he released an instrumental tape. It's called You Are Protected by Silent Love. And I honestly, just the title. Wow. That's deep. Took yeah. me a second. So. Yeah, let that sink in. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Say it again. You are protected by silent love. It's so comforting. Right? Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what he created in this project. And honestly, it's just something that really mellows you out. It's, it honestly, it just feels like a breath of fresh air. It feels like you're on a cloud. It feels like literally like the sun is hitting your face and you're just having a really relaxed day. So yeah, this is Daniel Aged and this song is called Whole Heart.
That was the most peaceful fucking four minutes I ever had on 9 out of 7 right there. That's the first time anybody has ever meditated on not 97. Legend. Legendary shit I just did. I feel like I just came out of like a spa treatment. Like I feel refreshed. Yeah, right? I feel cleansed. That's the power of music, man. Ooh, Matt just tweeted me. My shape up looking good on Twitter. Stop playing with him. Um, I tweeted anyway. photo of Rashad meditating. Hey, oh I would God. literally love to wake up to that song every day. That's exactly what I do. Do I, you? Yeah. No, I literally, I play this project every morning. Wow. Every morning. That's fire. It's cool because like. I could feel my brain grasping onto every element. Like when a new one would peek through, like I would feel my brain be like, oh, there's this new element and there's this new element. Like it's just like, I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wrote down a sonic massage. Wow. It's like you're massaging your brain. Right? Yeah. Y'all got to meditate on that one, motherfucker. Because that shit was crazy, honestly. It's like you can't really, like you can't really express the sounds and how they make you feel honestly like that shit opened up my whole it's like shit. it's very atmospheric yeah, yeah yeah like i don't know where to put it what type of it feels like it the fresh like the like a breath of fresh air yeah like yeah i, I was like picturing like a field mm-hmm. just like an empty field but also i feel like that shows like the purpose of what songs are for like throughout yeah. the whole episode we've had like other songs as for fucking other reasons like grown and sexy whatever the the mm-hmm. club would shit whatever pop punk but like this shit kind of just shows how music can be used for a specific thing to me like it the can just help you feel better yes. yeah truly which is rare like we don't even play shit like that all the time like yeah you know, like that's something new for season eight point one. Like just health and wellness music. Yo. We ain't even on that. Yeah. Like self care, self care music. Season eight, we about yeah. self care. I fuck with that a lot. Yeah. There's like, this quote that I grew up with: "That's music is a ladder for the soul." Wow. And I feel like this is like. <laughs> hey. That's also because yeah. I told Genesis she's so deep in her bag, she needs the ladder to climb out. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's exactly it. Okay. Look at that. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> but I also, With this song, so deep in her bag. Now she's in a different bag. Yeah. I, I, deep totally in a different, different one. I always fuck bag. when we use, we use music that like we actually fucking listen to for yes. a purpose yeah. every goddamn day or yeah. whatever the case may be. Like that's Honestly, I feel like I, I mean, if Daniel Age is listening to this, thank you for creating this project because... Like, I think the amount of times this has stopped me from, like, having crazy anxiety Mm. or, like, just, like, having a full-blown, like, meltdown. Bro. The amount of times this man's music has stopped me from having that is, like, I, I, like, I owe him. I owe him so much. it, It actually, like, that whole sentiment. And, I mean, the song in general, and it's funny because the last season... Season seven, the first episode we did, we had Alex Sawinski from Bad Bad Not Good on, and mm-hmm. Alex has a side project that's called Arrangement mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. this reminded me of. That's very atmospheric, very meditative, and their whole like 
motto is release psychic tension. Mm. And I kept thinking about that when I was listening to this. But a year ago, yeah, like almost like a year ago, I remember every day I would wake up, put on arrangement, like their little project and just let it play out. And I would like write, like journal basically. And just like that would be my morning routine. Mm -hmm. And so I get like this being the thing you're like, I wake up, I want to put this on and just like let myself settle. Yeah. This song feels like a sunrise. Yeah, it does. Every time I play it, it just feels like a sunrise. Yeah. Beautifully arranged. I even just think about what's going through the mind of people as they make this. Like, Mm. you know, like when you in the studio, like crafting this, it's obviously, you know, you know you're not going to sell a million records. You're really doing this with like, for a wholesome purpose. Right. And And the intention behind music a lot of times can resonate through the finished project like yeah. you can tell where their heart and mind is at where the heart mm-hmm. and mind is at you again like you know you're not gonna sell a million records so when you're making this you're just know you're trying it's to pure intent people. like the intent is is pure behind it and i think like as artists we get so fixated on or not that we get so fixated, but the world wants us to get fixated on selling records and charting and this. And I'm saying this as somebody who works for the charts, you know, not the charts, but like the publication that publishes the charts, like, <laughs> like Big billboard. Yeah. Like it's, it's like you want to, you get obsessed with that commercialization of music that, that, and which is really, I'm, I'm about to get real. It's capitalism, but you know, <laughs> get political on it. <laughs> but it's it's that's why it's beautiful to see artists just doing something purely because they love it and it makes them feel good, and then people respond to that. You know, yeah. like music affects what you do. It affects the way that you think. It affects the way that you feel. So why not put something out there that's meant to make people feel like in tune with their spirit? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like vastly underrated yeah i would say because all the songs that we played tonight they're going to create a visceral emotion like i mean pretty much any music you listen to i can i'm pretty sure everybody in here you play a certain song when you're in a certain mood Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but i almost feel like artists don't necessarily approach music always in that mindset mm, like yeah. sometimes it's like this is this is not this is for me like i'm trying to put this out because i'm in this certain mood, right as yeah. opposed right. to the listener is in this yeah certain like mood i never make a song get- where i'm like i want to make a song to make other people feel this thing it's usually like i feel like this yeah. right and so that comes across in the song that i'm making mm-hmm. and this song to me made it seem like you're making this to make other people feel better mm-hmm. yeah. which is difficult and intentional like i, I respect that shit a lot or maybe he went through some kind of healing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he went through like a spiritual experience or a healing experience and he wanted to translate that through the music. Like yeah. That too. And, and I think for artists like this or producers like this, I think it's a refreshing situation to be like, you know, he's in the studio with a lot of artists and he's helping them craft their sound. And so then to go into the studio and be like, I want to create something that, you know, is me, mm-hmm. but is like you're saying, like offering something intimate and and unique and like warm and makes you feel something special it is a totally different um mindset yeah than he's yeah. in when he's normally in the studio and it's got to be refreshing for him to just like tap into that yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah i'm trying to cry i'm trying to cry 
If you may, if you're not making no music that's making me cry, there's two things we need to establish tonight. You better make a motherfucking R&B album with your shirt off, and you better make me motherfucking cry. That's two things. That's, that's the two. <laughs> that's the two things tonight. <laughs> that we Main takeaways. 997, season eight, coming in hot. Rashad either needs to cry. Hey. Or take or, your shirt off. Or, or, or take my shirt off, <laughs> damn it. And, and sing in the rain. <laughs> Fucking sing in the rain. Yo. Hey. We, we did it. That was the... That's fire. Season eight, episode one. Crazy. We went around the table. I'm going to do the little roundup. We went around the table. Other news by Pearson. Good World by Daniel Hex. Shout out to Michigan. We had Venna featuring Juck James. Sun, Moon, Herbs. Stay by Navy. This is my film by Willow Kane. Mind on Drugs by Sam Austin's Funkatology by Black Odyssey and ended it refreshingly rejuvenated by Whole Heart by Daniel Aged. Nina, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me. Before we leave, though, you need to introduce us to your own music. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's your time. It's my time. We need a, a, Honestly, a freestyle, too. Freestyle. We don't need a freestyle. But nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. well, also, I feel like, honestly, I would like to hear a little bit about how you started making music. So, okay. Well, I mean, I've always been a musical person. My dad, growing up, he played the Persian drums. My mom has like an incredible singing voice, even though they wouldn't consider themselves musical. Like Persians are to some degree musical, poetic people. But I, I'm, you know, I'm come from a Middle Eastern immigrant background. Your parents aren't telling you like, oh, you know, follow your dreams, like go be a singer. Who needs college? Like that's not coming out of the mouth of any Middle Eastern immigrant parent. So I never really thought about it as something that I could actually like oh, I can record music and make music. Um, But when I was living in Southern California, I went there to do some grassroots community building work for a year after college. And during our training, there was a piano in a back room. And so every time we had like a five minute break, I'd go in there and like, you know, play a little something. And I started writing a song. And eventually that song became Chelsea's song, which was the first song I ever put out on SoundCloud. And it got like, you know, like 70,000 listens. And I was like, holy shit, like this can happen. And so from that point forward, like things just kind of started unfolding for me and like, you know, weird shit. Like somebody like had an upright piano and they're like, I need to store it somewhere. I'm like, you could put it in my apartment. So then I had an upright uh, upright piano in my apartment. Then somebody else was like, I have this logic crack. Do you want it? And I'm like, sure. Someone's like, I have a free laptop. Do you want it? I'm like, literally like shit just kept coming into my world. And like, I believe in, in divine confirmation. I'm like, all right, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be at. So that was the start of it. That was back in 2017. And it's been a roller coaster, but you know, I feel like everything in my life has changed so much, but the one constant is music. So yeah, the song that we're going to listen to is called Trust. It is my most recent single with a good friend of mine who's also an incredibly talented singer, Gabriel Duran. And so yeah, we wrote this song about a toxic relationship. So let's take it out with some toxicity, y'all. <laughs> we just cleared all that energy. And now we're about to bring it back. Bring it back in. Here we go. Trust by Nina Rowe. <laughs> 